0: One of the biggest parts with doing the offer when I first started, which was really intimidating, was knowing what I offer. What can I offer? I don't have a big... Corporation behind me. I don't have a big team behind me. I don't have access to all these things. One of the things that you guys really broke down, and we start to implement more into the training, is do with what you have. You don't always have to have a 100 prepared development strategy. It could just be one or two calls a month that you're doing with the group, and maybe you're doing a, a coaching call or something just the mere fact that my EROs can text me, like that's access to me. That's a value add-on.
1: Welcome to the Service Bureau Accelerator Podcast, where we help tax professionals start and scale the successful Service Bureau.
2: Welcome to episode number six of the Service Bureau Accelerator Podcast. I am here
0: with
2: Ross. <laughs> uncle ross daddy ross aka a- 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 uncle Nance, ross uncle ross and tia the tax goddess what we're going to cover today what we're going to talk about today i know we go off topic a lot if you guys have been watching our prior episodes but what we're going to talk about today is why would someone sign up with your service bureau so ross Tia, I i don't know which one of you guys want to kind of set the agenda and then we'll dive in
1: I can I can dive into this because I know it, it's something that's really top of mind. I think we've heard it a lot as well. I know in the past couple of years, doing a lot of our presentations, webinars, it's a question that it doesn't come up all the time, but it is a, a fairly common question where people are like, okay, well, you know, if I have, I'm just gonna use Tax Layer as an example, you know, if I've got a service bureau with Taxlayer and someone else is already using Taxlayer, whether Direct or under another service bureau, it's like, well, why would they come and sign up with me? Right. It's like they already have the same software, why would they come up and sign up with me? And that's a totally fair question, right? Because it's like, well, there's no difference in the software. And at the end of the day, you're right. However, there's a couple things that we're going to get into here on this conversation. Some things are going to be revolving around the deal points that are not always the same. So there's a lot of variance there. But really what we're going to dive into, and this is something that has been a, a huge part of what we kind of teach in our program, is how to offer more than just software and tech support. Because realistically, at the end of the day, that's what pretty much everyone's getting whenever they're buying when, you know, whatever they, whoever they're buying their software from, they're just getting software and tech support. So how can you change that and offer more than just software and tech support to make people want to sign up with you versus where they're currently under. So that's kind of some of the topics that we're going to dive into. We're going to break this down a lot more. We've got a little like, example slides <laughs> here that we're going to show as well, but that's typically what we always start with is like, well, how are you going to differentiate yourself? And it can be as complex as you want, or it can be as simple as you want. Some of our previous episodes, we talked about some of our like different revenue models, whether you're doing like a business in a box or you're doing software sales with value added resources. If you add only just a couple things to your offer, apart from software and tech support, you're already offering more than about 99% of the service bureaus or the software companies out there. So it's a really small step to take. To actually completely differentiate yourself and have a much better offer and a stronger offer that you can go out and sell with. So that's kind of the stuff that we're going to dive into. On that, let's start with what do softwares typically provide and how much do they typically charge for that? We've talked about this a lot with as far as like the fees and everything that people typically pay. Tia, do you want to share your kind of experience? I know we've kind of mentioned this a little bit before, but I think it's a good area to start with. You, before you joined our program, you were getting your software what was that relationship like with the software provider? Were they doing anything above and beyond? Like can you just break that down and
0: yeah, share a so, little bit of your- you know, I got around. I was <laughs> with about three service bureaus before, so I was in these streets a little bit. But one thing they had in common was they all provided the same thing. Software and tax support. That was it. They charged me more. You know, I started to get a little clever. And at least the front end cost, I started to negotiate that better, was Mm -hmm. completely ignorant to the back end cost of things, uh, because I believe the stories they told me. But I, (sighs) ooh, yeah, let me think. The first, I would have to say with my first service, and I had, let me be clear, I had my own eFIN. So let's start Mm -hmm. there, I had my own eFIN. I was paying, I had to pay, $2,000 up front. And then I also had to pay 20% of my preparation fee.
1: With an Ethan? Yeah, She wasn't lying when she you said got the, other, the, other,
2: the other episode or something. She said, she said she was getting bent over left and right.
0: I was getting bent <laughs> over 20%. And then my total fees were $217 to, for my client. I was getting zero of that. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's how my journey started in the industry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm 20 years younger, you know. <laughs> I've missed the service girl, you know. I got unlimited, I'm good. But that's how it started. And I was happy with that deal, though. I,
2: yeah. So you're yeah, one of the ones happy. that bent over with the smile.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I wanted to drop the salute. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so I, I, if those people that were expecting a boring ass podcast, well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this is this not is it. the kind of conversations we have inside <laughs> the group.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the thing was the crazy part is I thought that the offer was the price. I thought that was the offer. Like my only goal was to get a better price. And that the was price. the offer, yeah. not the training, not the calls, not anything like that. And kind of to go back when you said offer, I didn't even know what that was before. I didn't know what yeah. an offer was. So not knowing what it was being presented an offer and then now packaging offers for other people. I have a better mm-hmm. understanding of that. But for me, I just thought that was the offer. Mm-hmm. You got the textbook, got software, just figure out how to get it the cheapest. And here's the, way. the price.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should actually on un- un- like dive into that as well. Just like talking about creating offers because that's why, and really at the end of the day, the core. that we talk about when we're like okay well why would someone sign up with your service bureau versus someone else well first of all 95 percent of people are just getting hit up with ridiculous fees so immediately just on the dollars and cents that's one area selling with transparency is a whole other thing as well we can get into and also selling with more value which is what tia was talking about is like with an offer so an offer is basically laying out what you're actually going to provide them with your software and laying it out in a manner that is easy to understand and demonstrates more value than what the actual ticket cost is of the product, right? So for example, now, again, most people out there, they're just selling software and tech support, and that's it, right? But if you elaborate on it, if you say, hey, my software, it also comes with unlimited seats. So as you grow your business, you know, you can have more and more preparers in there. There's unlimited e-filing. So as you grow your customer base, there's no additional fees, right? If you literally lay everything out like that and present it in a manner that's, a little bit more digestible, you're creating what's called like an offer stack where you're just highlighting all the core aspects. Now, at the end of the day, everyone pretty much has unlimited e-files. Everyone has unlimited seats. Like you're still selling the same shit. So what we really talk about as well in our program and and why someone would want to buy your package over someone else is by trying to sell more than just software and tech support. What things can you, have you done in your business that you can show people how to do? What kind of like documents do you have, resources, templates, checklists? Maybe you put together a really good referral program in your office that you can show them how to go and repeat to help them acquire more customers, right? Any little things like that, any value added trainings, any resources, checklists, templates that you can now offer in addition to your software and tech support. If you have the same price point for, you know, one software package where it's just software and tech support or option B where it's the same price and there's so much more that's able to... Yeah, your offering, someone's going to go for that. No, it's a no brainer. Let's, right? show, it's just, the just Let's show the so slides. Let's show the slides. We have slides
2: there. on this from one of our presentations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So if you guys Bring are listening on Spotify yeah. or Apple, whatever, go on YouTube. We actually share our screen here.
1: Yeah, YouTube. Let's yeah. see. And you got to see our beautiful faces. Well, at least mine. I don't know about everyone else. <laughs> Tia slides in there.
2: <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna.
1: I'm presenter view. All right. So, no, that's fine. So, yeah, if you guys are watching, if you guys are on YouTube, if you're not, again, like we've got it all on video here. But basically, we have a slide up and it's a value proposition exercise. Now, we used to have this in our webinar. We kind of took it away because it's like, wow, well, we could kind of I- explain as well. But no, just tell them why you really it, took it, it away. It kind of helps quite a bit more. We took uh, it, was, well, I he took it so away because Ross did a couple of the I webinars
2: like when I was moving and he talks too fucking slow. So, he had to delete too slides because.
1: Yeah, and I had to show my weapon a lot. I'm too slow.
2: So- <laughs>
1: yeah. I like to, but I feel
0: like I get more
1: applications. So I don't know. Maybe the slowing. Maybe, maybe I helps. talk too fast. Like, oh. so, so anyways, what, that, wait, wait. Oh, wait, what the hell did he say? What's what's it it that,
0: that, what I've never attended your webinar, but I know like, well, comes with energy. <laughs> like I like his that guy, energy yeah. when he comes. On I do webinar. too.
1: I, I spend a lot more time on the heat checks and like getting people to type in chat. Like if I don't get it, no, it's not courteous. It's like pay the fuck attention. <laughs> if I don't have enough yeses at a point, I'm like, guys, I'm going to wait. You're on the webinar. Type in chat. All right, now i <laughs> I will continue but it's for engagement we'll teach you guys that stuff in our in our program All right, so. <laughs> so on the slide here yeah we basically got like we've got like package number one $197 it's called the synergy tax software package it's tax software and tech support right now you could bullet point it or whatever but at the end of the day it's tax software and tech support or we go option number two we have package number two it's 997 and it's called the synergy tax office accelerator which comes with tax software and tech support the 10x referral strategy, how to recruit an army of preparers, and the secret strategy to add 100 new clients to your business this tax season. Which option do you want? Right? Option number one, just the Synergy Tax Software package with software and tech support, or option number two, the Synergy Tax Office Accelerator with the 10x referral strategy, how to recruit an army of preparers, and the secret strategy to add 100 new clients to your tax mm-hmm. business. Same price point, totally different offers. Drop, right? in, Drop the check. in the chat what would put you in guys comments. I'm going yeah, to put. Put, it, in put in the, com- the comments. We want to see comments. those comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This isn't Zoom. It's not live, but put in the comments, right? which package do you want? Option number one And, and or a lot of people... Two. Go ahead. And all... Yeah, go, go ahead. I, I, I was just going to say all it takes is recording a hand... Like those are literally just like three yeah. videos that you could record once. It maybe takes you like one or two hours. And now you've just got a package that absolutely blows your competition out of the water. Yep.
2: Think about that, right? That's all it takes. Somebody goes direct to the tax software, they're paying, say, $1,200 for a license and tech support. They don't get any of that. (laughs) They don't get any of that, that, right? Even if it's the same software. So, and it's not like Ross said, it's not complicated, right? And that this couple of videos, maybe a couple of handouts if you want to go crazy. But the whole point of it is it's something that can be fulfilled quickly and recorded once and fulfilled to many, right? So like when we do our webinars yeah. and we sell the servers bureau Accelerator and all that, there's a lot of training videos, but we also have a lot of stuff that we do manually. But if we had to go and train everything one-on-one, we would never be able to grow. It'd be impossible.
1: Our, our, well, and, and our be, price point would be, be way, way more. more. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't scale. You can't.
2: So as you're growing, thinking about growing your servers bureau, you have to think about <laughs> ways you can uh, package things up for scale uh and not go the yeah. route where a lot of people we see the mistake a lot of people make and we try and tell them not to do it but some people do what they want where they think that they have to make a custom package for every single person that they speak to and you don't you sell one thing to everybody and it makes your life easier one thing one package one i got software. in trouble
0: because of that what happened to you I got in trouble because of that, like because one, <laughs> one lady contacted me and after through the process, I told her she wasn't going to be a good fit. And she sent me a nasty email and said, why would you market to me if you're not going to service me? Just because job marketing you doesn't mean you're a good fit. deep is your fault. I should have gave her your telephone number.
1: No, because I only sell this one thing, and you're trying to buy a product I don't sell. That's why it's not a good fit.
0: I can't control Facebook ads.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I hope that first part, it like, makes sense. I know a lot of times, like, when we show that stuff, it's like it's a pretty easy no-brainer. It's like, yeah, obviously number two. Now, and look, at the end of the day, it's going to take a bit of work to come up with this. If you know, if you guys have. You know there's stuff that you want to teach or you want to train or things that you can provide that have additional value it takes a little bit of work but again it's the long term the residual benefits that you get off of it right it's an asset that you now have in your business you took an hour maybe to record some training probably even less than that but let's say it took an hour okay that's fine but as you provide that to 10 people 20 people 50 people 100 people know now you're talking about like seconds it took to deliver that for each person so it's really just like that long-term picture of creating assets in your business that you can leverage again and again and be able to offer more value and and help you really kind of tip those scales and close more deals now another thing as well that we want to dive into is why would someone sign up with your service bureau versus software let's do probably the most challenging comparison is if someone is basically getting their software let's use that again like slayer as an example they're direct with tax Slayer. They're getting a certain amount of fees. Why would they want to join your service bureau? And, and Baldy, do, do you want to touch on that? Just on like on the actual fees and the, and the price points that you'd be able well, to offer? Well, I mean,
2: technically, if they're direct, you're not going to be able to
1: take. <laughs> I know that. I know that. For an example. But for an example.
2: I mean, you know, it's not like that example. We used that in the past. Let's use a different example. Uh, we actually used that like two episodes ago. So you guys want to, I think two episodes, three episodes ago, we used, we broke that down. Solid, solid yeah, so let's just look at the example of let's do service bureau example. Right? Let's do a service bureau example. Sure. So with the service bureau example, when you're say somebody's with another service bureau that has the same software, because that's a lot easier to especially if they're the same ones, you can just move them over. Yeah. It's Probably gonna be a lot more too. common. Yeah. So say somebody's with Tia Service Bureau. Tia is charging, say let's just say forty dollar service bureau fee. So only markup for Tia is $40 service bureau fee, but all she's doing is software and tech support, right? And that's the majority of service bureaus are out there. You coming in, even at that same price with a better offer stack, automatically puts you ahead of the game. Now you could change your price. And I think a lot of people, what they don't do enough is they don't give enough people milestones. Like there's nothing wrong with having a $40 service bureau fee, a $50 or $60 service bureau fee. But what a lot of people don't do is they don't actually give people milestones to share in those incentives. So if I came to one of Tia's customers and said, hey, yeah, I have a $40 service bureau fee. This is the package. And I have maybe this extra value. Oh, but I don't want to leave Tia just for a couple of things like this. Well, also, hey, as you grow and you hit this and this, you start making these extra money. Like there's other ways to kind of do it where you're not just racing to the bottom, but you're giving people milestones and goals to actually attain and hit. So I think that's an example we haven't really spoken about on this podcast yet.
1: Yeah, I want to piggyback off that as well, because there's also another thing that you can do is in those fees, you can also and and most people don't realize this uh, again, like again, 95% of like euros, when they get into the bank product fee sheets, they don't know where any of that money's going. So if you are also more transparent, and you're explaining where that money goes, and then you also say, Hey, by the way, there's this other bucket where I can add an additional amount of dollars. Up to this amount, how much do you want to put on that? Yeah. They go, Oh shit, I didn't letting know I had that know. option. So, even just letting people know, explaining how the fees work and where the money goes, and saying, Hey, in this area, like the fee is $40, but it can go up to $99. Do you want to add another $50 on top of it? It comes out of your customer's refund, but then that money will get paid out to you. Do you want to add on to it? And they're like, Whoa, I didn't even know that was an yeah. option before. So you can actually show them where there's more money that they can create dollars in their bank account that never existed.
2: Yeah, And even also besides that, and like, and I think something we didn't speak about on this podcast yet is if you're set up as a proper service bureau, like besides what we talked about service bureau deals and stuff, one of the things you need to make sure, actually we didn't bring this up on the other podcast is you need to make sure you're getting your service bureau fees in real time. Like we've brought over people that, that were Mm -hmm. service quote unquote service bureaus, but they had to wait till the summer to get their service bureau fees. Now, that's we typically when you get add-on fees and incentives. Service bureau fees get paid to you in real time as the products fund. So you could set up those milestones that we spoke about, and you could put somebody's extra money on your service bureau fee. And then that just gives you the ability to pay that your customer out sooner. Because now you don't have to wait till you know June, yeah. July to get it. You're gonna be getting it in real time. So now, you know, be mindful and keep a separate bank account for that money so that you don't go spend it <laughs> right? track, so you can track, track it better it, yeah. there's a lot of people that make that mistake and they put it all in there because they still have tax offices and they're putting that same money in their tax office then they <laughs> lose track but yeah
1: yeah and, and it's a powerful thing psychologically as well when like when you're working in season and if you're doing it live with service bureau fees and like in season you're transferring them you're you know wire transferring them a couple thousand dollars here and there they're like holy sh- like where did this like they don't realize where that money's coming from. And it's just like, wow, I've never had this before. And again, like we were talking about other retention strategies that you can implement to really bring people over and have them want to join you versus anyone else. If you set these things up, right. And again, being transparent and articulating this stuff is just that's another aspect that has been completely lacking in the industry, that alone, and just being a solid person that's going to be like upfront and, and straight up with them and shoot straight. That alone is enough to almost close a deal because so they're like, oh my god, like no one ever told me this shit before. No one would want to explain it to me. So even just breaking that down can really help. Like Tia, I know you mentioned that before with your previous deals, and you've talked to tons of people in our group where they're like, I can't believe how, or they you know they get on the kickoff call with you, and they're like, all right, tell me the real thing. You're like, no, yeah. this is this is it, like. There's no secrets.
0: It's really been a personal journey for myself. So, when I'm speaking to the fam, I call them, <laughs> I'm speaking from my real pain points and then also like my real victories as well. So, it's really like I'm giving you like the room, you like, yeah, you want me to pull up my bank account and pull up numbers, you know, <laughs> situation. But I do want to clarify for everyone listening when we're talking about selling one package, one offer and not creating packages for other people, that is completely separate than giving different fees, Mm -hmm. negotiating different fees for different individuals. You can have your one package. So if your one package is the Synergy Accelerator Program, that's great, but if you have someone that wants to join And you see that they have a good amount of volume. Maybe your standard service bureau fee is 69. You can give them a discount or you can give them a profit share of that service. But now that can be customized depending on the person. And you can just add that in the contract. But the product, the actual offer should stay the same. So I just wanted to kind of yeah in a you scenario know, that you can in a scenario like that. that
2: you may give them all the service bureau fee right because you can you're making other money on the yeah. volume incentives and other things, right? So you know a concept that we talk a lot about inside our group and everything else is don't be penny wise, dollar foolish at the end of the day, the volume's gonna make the difference hmm.
0: and it's intimidating let me say <laughs> I know you guys like I'm telling y'all real. One of the biggest parts with doing the offer when I first started, which was really intimidating, was knowing what I offer. Like, what do I offer? What can I offer? I don't have a big corporation behind me. I don't have a big team behind me. Like, I don't have access to all these things. And one of the things that you guys really broke down and we start to implement more into the training is do with what you have. So you don't always have to have a 100 prepared development strategy. It could just be one or two calls a month that you're doing with the group and maybe you're doing a, a coaching call or something. Yeah. Uh, like I said, just the mere fact that my EROs can text me, like that's access to me. I could be doing other things like that's a value add on. So in our program, uh, we actually have an exercise that shows you how to create the things that you know how to do, what you've learned so that you can make your offer really align with what your, your experience are. is. Yeah, cause yeah. I have seen Maybe a lot of people. Yeah. That look at what someone else is doing. They want to offer all this. Like you want to offer uh, like uh, training on schedule ease and all this stuff. And you don't know that. Like you're not on that level yet. But so learning and understanding like what you can, what is the word you use, Ross? What you can execute. What you can deliver. Like, you can yeah, deliver. Can deliver. Yeah, yeah. Knowing what you can deliver. Yeah. I can do two calls a month and that stress me out. Maybe I don't know how to do uh, recordings, but I can do yeah. three live trainings. And I can Zoom record those and then I can upload those in a drive because I don't know how to use the Teachable or Tax Nitro. Like really understand that what you have and who you are, that in itself is enough. And again, when you compare it to what they're getting, it's still more.
1: Yeah, you you had a couple things and it's more than enough. Yeah,
0: just a few things. and It's more than enough. Because I know people in their first year, this is, I'm sorry, the OGs, but y'all were stressing yourself out. We were stressing ourselves out trying to go above beyond when we were looking at what we had to really compete against and it was nothing
1: yeah the old keep it simple stupid keep it simple stupid or keep it stupid simple keep it stupid simple (laughs) keep it simple simple, (laughs) either way i thought
0: it was keep it simple sweetie why you got so mean okay
1: keep it yeah you got (laughs) that the community liaison keep it simple sweetie (laughs) But yeah, that, that's really all. And I thank you for simplifying that too, Tia. Cause I know, I know like, obviously if you look at like what we offer in the Service Bureau Accelerator, like we just go like go crazy where the most frequently asked question now is like, is this a scam? Like, is it too good to be true? <laughs> Cause we just offer so much shit that it's like, well, like, no, we just have an, an insane offer, but you don't have to, but you do not have to go that far, right? When you're just a service, when your Service Bureau just selling your software, just, it takes, it's very simple. You just keep it simple. Play to what your strengths, what your – play to your wheelhouse, mm-hmm. what your knowledge pool is. Pull from that. Put together a couple extra things. You're done. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, pull from me. Have to be calls. if you do want to build a community, right, maybe you set up a, fav, a little Facebook group just for people who own your software where it's like, hey, you get the software and you get to join this exclusive group of, you know, other EROs that are all like about building a small community to network and help each other grow. Boom. Like that in itself is exclusivity that people want to buy, right? Scarcity, exclusivity. Use those little things, and you can add in, you know, a lot of value because people always have that FOMO. They're like, "Well, shit, what's going on in that little group? I want to be a part of it. I want to know what's going on inside." So, sign me up.
0: Yeah, and another thing I would recommend is to build your value around what's available. Like, look at what you are promising. Look at how much time you have available, and then let that also be a determining factor. Like, I would love to do coaching calls once a week, but. My daughter has to busy practice. going
1: on vacation. Yeah. No, <laughs> no just, just, softball it's just softball. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, that's the problem. Softball, uh, we were telling what, yeah.
2: Tia, hey, Tia, uh, we need you to do kickoff calls for the group last year because we were doing them scheduled. And I was like, I'll just make sure we don't have Monday or Friday because I don't like to go on your long weekends and all that bullshit.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm going <laughs> to be gone between that and the softball. And the softball. softball. It's a lot. So I only could do. <laughs>
2: You that's the way
0: to do it got a boyfriend now. So we you are it, happy with that. I know. Yeah. That's even less time. That's why there's only one call. You, you better me be like I'm responding to, to the text messages. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you all have made me feel so comfortable in knowing that what I can offer is enough. Because a lot of times we do feel like we have to... One, we feel bad about charging $1,200 or 2000 or 3000 And so then we feel like we have to compensate for that price to make it match. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. but when you think about the price of the software a lot of us were paying like 12 to 1500 anyway you know for a crappy deal so we're always going to be overvalued in anything else that we do that's just my little you know gems to the community yeah makes sense Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: the service is like the yeah. easiest if you're trying to get into the tax industry, it's literally the easiest thing you can do. Whether you're a mom, senior citizen, retired, it is super, super easy. Easier than a tax office.
2: Wow.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. wow. I, so <laughs> it it's funny is. you
2: bring that up because I think we've this year, for some reason, we've gotten more people on our webinars that have no industry experience. Look, you could take them on. We have a lot of service bureaus that would be more than happy to take a new person under their wing and help them start their service bureau if that's what they want, but they're probably not for us. Just because we're not going to show you, we're not going to, if you don't know what a bank product is, like, we're not going to sit here and try and explain it to you. Like our programs, like, Hey, you already have industry knowledge and you don't need to have, you don't have to do taxes, but you have to have industry knowledge to really understand certain concepts. We're not going to break those down. Right. We'll break down where the money is. Well, I didn't
0: know what a bank product was. I didn't even know what a bank product was. And I was a tax you professional.
2: Did, you were like, doing, doing them. That. You were doing them. So you knew what they were. Oh, okay. You may just yeah. you may have just yeah. not realized the nuance of it. But what I'm saying is like, no, we've gotten people yeah. that have that for some reasons, so I don't know. We got to fix our ads. But no, at zero tax experience at all. But if you don't know anything about tax softwares or bank products, They're, maybe go to Tia. She'll help you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, look, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, T is not wrong. Like it it's is by far, easier, the, yeah. defi- like the best business. That it's definitely easier, but we want experienced people. <laughs> we we want people to know what they're doing. But it is for sure. If I was, if I was like, yeah, walking into the tax industry, this would be the best business model to get started yeah. in by far, like a hundred percent, without a doubt but there is okay. a lot of nuance, like there is a, a lot of things. It just helps if you have ex- uh, industry yeah. experience.
0: Well, and I do also want to make clear though, cause some pe- people do think it's when you're service, bureau, you have to have a tax office. And we do have people that are accountants and that are tax professionals that were tax professionals. And now they're service bureau, They don't have to have a tax office and you don't have to have it. A yeah, well,
2: but to, putting yeah. it simply like the two biggest service bureaus in the industry never had tax offices. Wow. Right? So you don't need to
0: drop the bomb.
2: <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to <laughs> never have never done taxes. Right? Yeah. So, miscon- so there's a misconception. Just. There's a misconception there that you need to no, You Baldi don't. Pat. Right. You just need to know how to sell. If you don't have that. Yep.
0: But have you ever done tax? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> I to say, wait a minute. Boldy, have you ever owned a tax office? <laughs>
1: Many moons ago, but yeah, you just need to know how to be able to go out, and market, yeah. and sell, and that's it.
2: Yeah, if there's any people that are watching it's, that it's are like, that. "Oh, I'm good at sales, just like, and I could build a sales team and all that," and you just need a product to sell, then yeah, it may be something that it's very lucrative, it's very residual based, right? It's, that's what's yeah. beneficial about it. You know, you build it up and you build your systems, and you know, year over year, you get that residual. So. But yeah, I think that that's a good place to to end the call. Or is there anything else we want to talk about?
1: Just just a quick repeat again, guys. Remember to you know, again, the episode is why would someone sign up with your service bureau versus anyone else? Just sell with value, right? Just add some extra value to it, and you're going to put yourself ahead of ninety five percent. Value and transparency,
2: right? Like, don't yeah. the, there's a lot of people out there that say one thing and do another. Just don't be that.
1: Yep. <laughs> And we've pissed off a lot of people because we've been transparent and taught people the yeah. numbers <laughs> and they're like, what yep. is going on?
0: And if you are a part of our community, we do have a full training on how to build your offers and value add and go all watch that it. good stuff. Go
1: yeah. I believe it's three and like, make in sure you pick the path.
0: path Cause there's some there people we started <laughs> catching
2: like didn't pick a path. Yeah. We're fixing that. We're making sure everybody's got access to what they has gone through certain steps. Cool.
1: Yeah, catch it.
0: Go ahead. Watch it three times. Watch it three times. Module three. Module three, creating <laughs> <Yeah>. offers, right?
1: <laughs> and for those of you who are not yet in the program, we got all the links and, and information in the show notes, the comments, and the description of the, wherever you're watching, if you're on Spotify or YouTube. So go ahead, check us out. You can head on over to our website as well. Attend one of our webinars, best way to get more information to learn about our program. And hopefully we'll see you on one of those calls and Book in with one of our team and we'll help you on your way to start right. your research.
2: Well, let's wrap it up till we meet again.